0: Hey yo, we' about to tear it up. for break, break break, down. This right here is how we do it. Break it
1: down. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast. We break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka the Potty Mouth of the South. Chris is out cranking some history, so more on that later. But today we have the Fly Hooligan in the building, a staple of, of Northwest London, someone who's worked with the likes of Guilty Simpson, Westside Gun, General Steel, Fat Cat, the late great Sean Price, Snow Goons, the list can go on and on. But he speaks to me and Chris today about his latest project, Ben Kingsley, which is out on February 28th. So we break down some of the tracks, his relationship with the legendary Michael Parkinson, who happens to be his cousin and happens to have produced all the tracks on the project and reinventing himself as an artist. This is very important for us. We speak to legends, we speak to future legends, we speak to people who move culture and the Fly Hooligan is one of those people. So for our international fans, this is going to be a treat for you. This is the Fly Hooligan, Breaking Atoms podcast. Check it out. It's another special episode of the Breaking Atoms podcast. Today, we head to Northwest London, a place I can never even try to claim because I think Chris will shoot me through the Zoom Halsden to be precise for, for our guest. Uh, I, I claim West is what it is, but I can't claim Northwest as, as cool as I want to be. But I mention that cause Northwest has a very rich history uh, in this music thing. And our guest is no stranger to that. Supreme cut, a leader, his cousin, Michael Parkinson called him culture. And he's worked with some of the best of them. We are talking to none other than the fly hooligan. How you doing man? I'm fantastic. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm amazing
1: you're amazing now good good listen we we appreciate you for for coming through um like i said this is this is like a reunion for you too because you're northwest um uh, mm-hmm. but you know i i'm just going to act like i'm ad- adopted with northwest london i know people no you're
0: okay bro you're okay in northwest don't worry you're fine I-
2: you, you, you have been ordained. You're, you're officially North Weezy. Thank God. Thank honorary you honorary member. It's cool, thank,
1: bro. Thank God. But no, this...
2: Honorary North Weezian. Yes. I'm a like North, that. Weezian.
0: North Weezian.
1: Yeah, I, I've, I've been to stomping grounds in Northwest, like even the Hood stuff. I've been there, man. I've been there. You've been to I One would, Stop? No, no i've been like certain estates in it like you know them you know i've been i've listen you know now, now guru always says to me you know, I'm i'm good in every hood in it like i can kind of claim that a little bit i've been I to, hear like, you. you know you know. anyway anyway anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, um huli uh thank you for joining us um congratulations we baby three is out gourmet trap gourmet drill the remix we appreciate you we love the presentation go give a shout out to unofficial official souls of mischief um, for the for the wonderful Woo Baby cassette single, which I'm holding in my hand, and obviously the, the magazine that comes with it. The mm. first question I, I really want to ask you, uh, and let's see how this goes, Chris, um, is why did you name your album after Gandhi?
0: <laughs> this guy, you know, he's never serious, you know. Gandhi. <laughs> I should have called it Gandhi.
2: On this show, oh, you I get should've... questions,
1: you never get asked these questions anyway, and I'm keeping with that. So why did you name it
2: after Gandhi, bruv? I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I should have actually called the album "The Guy Who Played Gandhi." Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. You, know, be, you know. You know, you thought you hit me from the left with that one, yeah. But real time, I thought I thought, did. I thought that you know because Gandhi. I mean, there's a lot. There's there's a lot of history behind Gandhi himself. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah, what yeah. I'm saying a lot of a lot of positive ones, but and also negative, the negative yeah, bits. True. Very negative ones. You know what I mean? Sure. So. Uh, that for me, yeah, like that always, I always thought to myself, I should actually probably call it the guy who played. That, that sounds like a, that sounds like a Netflix
1: serial, if I'm honest, like a documentary. That's
2: nuts. That is so nuts. You say that. No, but so you all, say seriousness, that. all seriousness, all
1: seriousness. <laughs> as the fly hooligan, and we'll talk about reinvention later. But as the fly hooligan, you start with Ray Winston. You got Ben Kingsley. Sexy Beast is a, a thread out. What is it about Kingsley, and uh, more so Kingsley right now because we're talking about that? What is it about him and? Uh, and what he represents that you felt so tapped into. Because your presentation is important to you, both on the music and outside of the music. So, what was it about Kingsley that you were going? I want to
2: name this after Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley is just as phenomenal, man. That you know, that guy has played every damn near every single role you can imagine. You know what I mean? Like he's he's done he's done it all, man. And what I love most about Ben Kingsley's acting style if you want to call it that is especially in sexy beast man his aggression is just foo his aggression in that is is so like it's gripping for man you know what i mean it was i found it gripping and bear in mind this is something i saw as a youth as well so it's like you know you've seen your scar faces you've seen your um godfather you know michael colion and you you know you've seen uh, um, Daniel Day-Lewis, you know what I'm saying? You've seen those actors do some wild shit, like, you know what I mean? And then here comes Ben Kingsley, man who played Gandhi, you know what I mean? And he comes he comes through on with Don Logan. It's like, whoa, it's like, it's like hearing a new album for man. You know what I'm saying? I, as much as I love my hip hop, I love my movies too, you know what I'm saying? I love the act. I love the acting thing, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, seeing how he came through with Don Logan, man, I was like, yeah, bro, like that was, and it was such a sleek movie. Like the style, the styling of that movie was, was, was beautiful, bruv. Like, you know what I'm saying? I even got a joint on, 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 on this album called Ian McShane, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he's another actor. That's probably going to be something again down the line, you know what I'm saying? And, but like, the style that was shot in that movie and what killed me for that movie was when they dropped the Henry Mancini joint on, in that movie, Lujon. Um, when I heard that joint, I was, that was me, bro. Like that was me done, bro. Like that, that joint, that joint there was just incredible. And that, the style, the, the soundtrack, the acting, the cast, whoever, whoever put that cast together, man, I, f- I forget the name. That's why I'm saying whoever, but yeah, man, that, that, The casting director was next level so you look at that Huli looks at that and he says all right how can I how can I take that and apply it to what I do in hip-hop yeah
1: yeah 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 facts okay you know your
2: presentation your style you know how you how you pick the characters in, in you know for this album yeah yeah
1: Okay. Um, Before I hand over to Chris for the next few questions, I just want to ask, how did you, because there's skits, we talked about the movie and, and, and I guess the thing, the thread that pieces the whole project together um, is skits from, from Sexy Beast. Um, Some very, some of it can be um, very explicit, vulgar, but some of it, it fits right. How did you approach putting the, the album together Was it Was it? Did you have the skits In mind in first Or did you have the songs In mind first And just kind of Piece it together Or did you lead, Did you let the skits Lead how the project Was going to sound
2: The skits Ideally The movie Ideally led this project Because like I said I saw this film When I was a little youth And This album is that old You know what I'm saying This album is that old All the skits Were there already I just needed to figure out when would be the right time to make this album. Um, I've I've known this album for as long as as I've known Parky. I met Parky, who's my cousin, but we we didn't know at the time. We were introduced um, by our our very dear friend, our brother, um, Kaiser, um, at his video shoot called Fight Club. That's when we were formally introduced to one another. And so... I've known of the the Sexy Beast movie a lot longer than I've known Parky. So if you do your timelines, you know you will see that you know Sexy Beast was done before Fight Club. And Fight Club, you know, early two thousands. You know what I'm saying? So that's as long as I've known Parky. So it's like how things come together. It never it never surprises me. Now you see what I'm saying? It's just it's just beautiful to witness. You know, to have such a a brainchild that lives in your mind for so long and you're able to live it out with someone who you know is dear to you as well you know and and bring it to life and yeah I challenged Parky hard like a lot of the beats um I selected were beats that he didn't even expect um of me um there were changes that we made to one or two Gourmet trap had 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 drums over it, and I said, "Now take that out the the um the Royal Oak track as well had drums to it. I said, "No, nope, take that out as well, you know so uh, yeah man the, he he had the one beat <laughs> the one beat, even he challenged me because um the Ian McShane beat as well when I first heard it, I didn't like it, but then i I put the first verse onto it. And I thought, damn, you know what? This beat is so, so fly, 80s fly shit. You know what I mean? And um, it instantly made me think of Lovejoy, um, which was a series by Ian McShane. I used to watch that. He, Antiques Art Dealer. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So it's like, and 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 him being in the Ben Kingsley movie made so much sense as well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, in the, sorry, in the Sexy Beast movie, it made so much sense. I just had to. That dude is an ill actor as well. England has some of the illest actors ever. You yeah. know what I mean? None, none of them are better than Denzel Washington. Don't get me wrong, but it's like some of the illest, bro. And it's just the the sleekness of it. When 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 England does a movie, it, they do like England does a movie. You see what I'm saying? On on some Martin Scorsese levels, I, pff, anyone could try to argue with me with that, but. Real talk, like that's on some martin's Scorsese levels, for real, for real.
0: Mm. I like what you say about Parky challenging you on that mm. particular beat. He did the same with me and, and you've actually answered my next question. Because I remember when I did Here We Go, Parky called me and he's like, you're going to rap on this. This is yeah. you. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, this is you. So I wanted to talk about Parky's air as a producer. Because he's done the same with me, he's done the same with you like describe Ma- Michael Parkinson's skills as a producer like what makes him so dope and why are, why are his drums so ill
2: because Parky is has never as far as long as I've known him he has never let his ego get the better of him you see what I'm saying and he's and he's never been afraid to tell the public yo wait, when it comes to my drums, I go to beat butcher." You know what I'm saying. Mm. When it comes to when it comes to certain sounds, I'll go here, I'll go there. Like I'll work with this person, I'll work with that person. Parky has got an untold amount of experience um, with when it comes to working with people. You see what I'm saying? He's he's such an open-minded individual um, most of the time, but then it will come to a point where he's so passionate. Like the Ian McShane beat, he was so passionate about that beat that I said, you know what? I love this guy so much that I will do that for him. You know what I'm saying? Just to prove a point. In my head, I was thinking, yeah, you know what? I'm going to write some ill bars over this and I still think it ain't going to work. And then I'm going to show Parky and Parky would be like, yeah, you know what? Because I agree with you. You see know what I'm saying? But I did the first verse and I was like, damn, yeah, man. Because he was right, you know what I mean? And yeah, let's. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with this, you know what I mean? Mm. And the thing as well, I, the, what I loved um, most about working with Parky too is that he trusted me. He trusted my ear. Because he he always used to champion me as a producer, you see what I'm saying as well. Like so, he he knows that he knows like who he's a producer too. Like I'm a I'm a producer at heart. You know, I have one of the arguably one of the greatest producers ever that showed me how to use a a drug MPC 2000 Excel. You know, he goes by the name of the RZA. So it's like, you know, so, so having that as a beginning. You know what I mean It's like man really can't go wrong too tough unless you know he doesn't you know do the necessary work that he needs to in order to get better mm. So I'm saying which is something I didn't do and I just fell back but I've always had a decent ear. you know this sound that i've I've got you know it's my, it's in my head is not it so if if someone does something very similar to it um, because of the other body of work that I've put out. You know, especially Parky, he would know it better than most people. Agor and Parky, th- those two people know my sound better than a lot of other people, other producers, you know. So he also trusted my ear as well. And w- w- when I say I challenged him, I don't mean like, oh, you must do this and you must do that. It wasn't like that. It was like, yo, cuz this, 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 and this. What do you think of that? That that, right. and that? got, you. It's like, got oh, you. Yeah, you know what? All right. Cool. Give me a second. And then bam, within five minutes, you know he's answered that, or you say, "Look, I I think you like this because listen to this," and I hear it. I'm like, "All right, cool. Let me marinate on that." And then I'll come back with something, or or I will leave it alone. And he knows me like if I don't say nothing about it about the beat within three three working days, it means I don't <laughs> like it. <Shit. laughs> no, I, I I
0: hear you. I hear you. Yeah, Parky Parky is like that. He's um. He sent me messages before. He's like, look, I can hear you on this. Have a listen. And nine times out of 10, he's right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a tailor. He's a tailor. I want to talk about DV, Alias Christ. And I want to big you up because I think he's one of the unsung heroes in our culture. And of the 90s especially. Yeah, mm-hmm. bro. Like I was watching um, yeah. I was watching Hip Hop Uncovered. And Bimmy mm-hmm. mentioned that he was working with DV, Alias Christ. And I went down the rabbit hole, Smooth the Hustler, Trigger the Gambler, DR, oh, yeah. period. And I'm just like... Yeah. Lord have mercy. Come on, come man. On, like now. DV to me was like the East Coast Nate dog at one point. The rapping, He the is the East Coast Nate. He, there he, we he go. was,
2: he is, he is. And he, he was and he is, he still is. Still you know is. What I'm and I love the he fact you still work with him. He is Drake before Fonte and Drake. You know wow. what I'm saying? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Think about it. You can't go for that. Can't go for that. No, no, no. Yo, okay. come on. <laughs> DV, my big bro. Yeah. It's nothing but love. Nothing less. You know, me, me and D V will, will forever, will forever be working. General D V, shout out government officials as well. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my fam. I've got so much fam in New York, um, LA, in America, period, like, you know what I'm saying? And 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 D V will always be up there because he he you know what actually he's like he's like another parking. You know, he he sees. He sees something in it. He sees so much potential in in what I do, that from the moment, like, um, so shout out to Olivier, he's a good friend of mine from France. Um, he introduced me in DV, and um, ever since that moment, he introduced he introduced my music. To, and this is Iron Braids days as well. Like, so, so from Iron Braids days, you know, he heard my stuff, and and from that point, he was like, yeah. You know, I know I know this kid's onto something, you know what I mean? And he's always been vocal about it. You know, he's never, you know, he's not one of those. He's like Parky, man. He's not one of those people that are shy to show other people love, like other artists love, you know what I mean? Because he's dope at what he does, man. Like, the guy is ill. Like, you know, he's working with so many people as well right now. And, he, you know, he's, he's just like me as well. We just keep it quiet and then, you know, we just re- release it. You know what I mean? We let the We let the work do the talking.
0: Yeah, you know? shout out to DV man. He's one of my favorites. I remember that. Um, oh yes, that song with Lord Have Mercy. Um, do 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 do, do, do. holy yeah, water on Lyricist
2: on. Lounge. Come Emma. on, man. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like the, DV DV was singing hooks and spitting darts like alongside Lauren Hill days. You know what I'm saying? Like, even before the, the you know like in the Fuji's days as well. Like you know what I'm saying? So that was it. Was all that era. You know what I'm saying? So. They weren't no Drake around them times there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And he, he, was, he was singing them hooks and spitting and still got the respect. Yes, you know it was hard. It was hard. And still got the respect for it. I, you know what I mean?
0: I agree. So- Sorry, Summit. We have... um. <laughs> These things happen, man. DV Alias Christ, I got this song with him and Nick Wiz together, and yep. UG from the Cellar Dwellers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Good listen, Lord.
1: we all sh- listen. I, I'm, I'm just here. I'm just listening. I don't want to, I don't want to because I talk too much. But um, I think we all share a kinship on and DV on UG, Nick Wiz, Cellar Dwellers in general. We all share kinship because even um, I, I know who he has spoken about UG and in terms of his, I guess his inspirations, and UG is one mm-hmm. of them because of how he was just incredible. And I think. Yeah, we, we'll definitely get UG because I've definitely spoken to him about having him on here. But yeah, no, you know, Seller Dwellers, DV, like all those guys had a massive impact on on shaping the 90s. It's just they don't get necessarily talked about as much, but they definitely influence your favourite rappers and um, and have a long-standing long history. Um, let's get into some of the songs, right? Um, you've got Whoop Baby 3 with Don Pacino. Great. I want to talk to you about Fly Caper. Um, I think it's called Fly Caper. Forgive me because I'm an idiot. It doesn't matter. Um, but you very like i was listening to it and then you reveal something in your past and it was almost like and then you i digress and you went on side things but as we get older do you feel you're becoming more comfortable with revealing more of yourself because i know that you know not just a private person but just generally of who the who he is and you'll come out when you've got something to talk about but as we get older do you feel like you're getting more comfortable with revealing more of yourself um and has that ever been an issue or you know you just are we just getting more more comfortable i guess
2: yeah, um, yeah, you're you're referring to Ian,
1: the Ian McShane joint. Ian McShane joint. Um, the the eighty yeah, sound That's that, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. but yeah, yeah you re- you revealed something right, about your past yeah. life, and I was like, I heard that those people. I was like, yeah, I, I know about it.
2: Yeah,
1: but I didn't know that you'd put it in the song, and that's yeah. what it made me hit. I was like, yo, that that's there's maturity there. You know, you look back because yeah. you know some people. You know, we're we're in a space where you say something, it could be it could be turned against you. Right, we're in that you know that yes. thing, but as we get older, we're just caring a lot less, and we're looking at things and and looking at uh, looking at them as lessons rather than losses. So it's more Good. you know as, as someone who's you know seasoned in it, we're we getting more comfortable as we get older. Do you feel more comfortable as you're getting older and and talking about things like that?
2: I'm um, I, I, I'm getting more comfortable pressing the fuck it button. Gotcha. Yeah, you know I mean that's that, that's probably what it is. Um,
0: yeah, I just think like
2: fuck it then. You know what I'm saying, like they are going to know some way, somehow, you know what I mean? This is not, this is not the beginning of my career and it certainly ain't the end. So, you know, I, um, as I plan to be a lot more consistent with my releases, um, yeah, like people are going to want to know more. I'm going to want to share more. Um, I don't know if it's to do with maturity or if it's to do with um, becoming comfortable with my audience. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I just let the vibe. let the vibe take me. And you know, when I got to a certain point in that rhyme, it it, it just felt right to put that there. You know what I'm saying? It's like you said, I digress. It was my train of thought. You know, I wasn't even writing. I I was just, in my head, I was writing it. You know what I'm saying? And um, I was like, yo, and I digress, boom, 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 boom. You know, I go back into it. It's a conversation with myself.
1: Yeah. It was, it was very Biggie-esque that you know that kind mm. of style of like talking about something but like you just move on to something but you've made someone go hold on what did what what did you just say there and it's like i like that not to say you're biggie by the way you know because biggie's the, the you know goat in that but you know one and only yeah Come on. but, but but in in terms of the style of it and i, and I, and I like that so mm. um no i, I think mm. that's great and I, I also think the the conversation and speaking of biggie the the warning type track that you have where you're having the conversation about the policeman trying to bribe you like the stories, the intricacy. I mean, how the hell did you come up with something like that?
2: Oh, man. Yeah, like, so <laughs> that 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 joint, believe it or not, that was done in what? About 15 to 20 minutes. I had the beat. Originally, Agor, um made that same beat. He used that same sample. You've done it in the exact same way. And I'm talking in 20... 2015 maybe, maybe 2016, Um, Ego gave me that beat as a part of a drum, pack, um, a beat pack that he gave me. Like, Ego always gives me about 50 to 60 beats every time. And I'm talking like three, four folders at a time as well. Yeah. So... It's a lot of music. Right. I heard that and I thought, you know what? Because I know Ego, I know that took, that. that took him at least 15 seconds to make. So I didn't think and I loved that beat as well. I did love it when I heard it from Eagle. But I thought, nah, that was too easy for Eagle. Let me move on. So fast forward to when I start working with Parky. Parky plays me the beat. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's come up twice now. I'm going to use it. You see what I'm saying? And it sounded right. And then I got into that vibe. Within 15 minutes, that, that shit was written and recorded. Again, Dope. written in my head. It took me hours. Like, it took me hours to learn the lyrics and write them out again. Because what I've done with this release is I've I've written all the lyrics down, so when you download it digitally or whatever, you're gonna see the lyrics for it. So it took me ages, like it took me hours to learn all these lyrics and write them down. You know what I mean? Because man's just writing the thing in his head and then he's just spitting them out loud. You know what I mean? So yeah, like so it was a, it was a, yeah it was a it was a process, but yeah, now nah, I had fun doing that track as well. Yeah, you know I mean and I I've always been into that storytelling style Yes, yeah, you that's why I love Cool G Rap that's why I love Nas you came up on the that the stories yeah re, re, yeah uh, uh, Slick Rick you know what I mean them stories stories is always the one man and, and I find it very easy to write stories
1: alright so before I let Chris just take the rest take it home after this right and the next few questions there's a question I had before we came on it relates to both of you. So forgive me and give me the latitude to kind of formulate it because it's, it's still in my head. It's good you mentioned about storytelling. Um, sometimes with artists, it can happen with writers, journalists. God, God knows I love writers, right? You guys, I highly respect people that can do the engineers, etc. Sometimes in people's careers, um, something just clicks. And I look at, for you, Huli. I look at Devil May Cry as a place where it clicked. For Chris, Kinetic, I see Kinesis Thesis Volume 3 as it where It was just stellar. It clicked. That allowed him to then move on to hip-hop is forever. Adventures in Technicolor. It just worked, right? And for you, I see it as Devil May Cry. And you talk about storytelling. Feelings from the Heart is arguably the best song you've ever done from my perspective, me personally, ever. I don't think you'll ever... I think my personal attachment to that song will never undie. It's classic. It's to me, it's one of your best songs you ever do, but it's storytelling. And I listen to Ben Kingsley. And it's the same way I listen to Chris's music. You can see there's a, there's a, there's a train back to this one point. To me anyway, it may not be the same for you guys, but it's this pit where it clicked. And that influence mm. that you hear in Ben Kingsley, that we're hearing future projects, I feel comes from Devil May Cry. I think that is that, that project that made you go, okay, it may have been the, the, the kind of, um, the purgatory state from iron braids to Duff, the fly hooligan, but that project there, everything in devil may cry is reminiscent and, in, and is prevalent in Ben Kingsley. Do you ever, as an mm. artist ever look back at things like that? Or you're just in the moment, but do you ever look back and go, this is what happened for you? Like this way it clicked. Or is it just like, you just keep moving in. You never kind of reflect on it.
2: I, I look back at all my projects. I always listen to my stuff always because well, now I do. I don't know about it before. I can't remember. I can't think back that far. But now I definitely listen to a lot of my stuff because um, I'm battling myself. You know what I mean? I always tell people I'm, my physical is always trying to catch up to my mental. Like, I will think of things. Again, look, perfect example. Ben Kingsley was was an album that was in my head when I was, when I was young, like when I was a youth. You know what I'm saying? And it's only now that I've done it. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm always trying to catch up. But then when I listen back to stuff, I listen for I, I listen for bits that will that will make me look for other bits. You see what I'm saying? So like for instance, um my cousin's keeper, that track only came about because I listened to Sneak Attack. So I'm thinking, all right, how can I best sneak attack on Ray Winston? So if I'm writing Ben Kingsley, which is the sagas of Ray Winston, I will listen to Ray Winston more and see what I didn't do on Ray Winston that I can do on Ben Kingsley. You know what I'm saying? Them little comparisons there. All right, so we need more stories. Who's who's, who's doing stories right now? Not many people. All right, let me go do stories there. You know, I look for them little potholes, like I said. look for them little potholes you know anyone can spit bro I can spit till the moon turns orange bruv you know what I'm saying but like sometimes I want to do something I don't want to just spit I want it I want to hit stories I want to you know I want to show there's a lot more to, to my style that's why I left iron braids alone because I felt I couldn't do what I'm doing now when I was iron braids and I did that you know I've got projects like that where you've got the stories and stuff like that but you ain't mentioned it. You ain't mentioned at braids. You ain't mentioned verbal swords. You see what I'm saying? You ain't mentioned love evolution. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 devil may cry, like you said. Devil may cry is where it clicked. So so for me, yeah, it's like it's 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 that you know I'm, I'm looking for them little bits there um, that I can that I can you know uh, fill in myself. You know what I'm saying, Pause. And um, yeah, like that's 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 kind of how how it worked for me and. You say like feelings from the heart. All right, cool. Wait till you hear expensive wishes.
0: Okay. okay. You know, when artists say, wait till you hear this, you know what time it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know, I know.
2: Go on, them, them tracks there, and that's the thing with me. Like for a long time, I always held back because I don't want to outshine anyone because I feel that always breed some kind of envy or discourse or something. But now, like like I said, you know, I'm very comfortable pressing my fuck it button now. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not necessarily bothered about how one one might feel um about anything I do. I never did care anyway. That's why I'm here now. You know what I'm saying? I cared for a long time and then one, you know, I discovered that fuck it button and I pressed it and oh shit, all right. This is where it gets me. You know what I'm saying? Um and 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 then we meet like I meet like-minded people like yourself. Yeah. You know. My, and
1: my, my fucking button's um in the lost and found in Kings Cross
0: Station I ain't found it for about five you, years
2: bro. yeah go get that bro, oh, bro. I, can't, you're, you're can't, I used to
1: have it. it bro I used to I used to have that I don't, I don't have it anymore I don't yeah. know what's happened I just bro. rediscovered
0: yeah. mine
2: yeah <laughs> man you, Sorry, you're I had to go love. to therapy
0: to find it bro I'm a problem now
2: yeah that's what I'm saying man you got and, and that's and that's what happened for me bro that's why I became the fly hooligan because when I was iron braids it's like yeah I'm conscious and all that but like I'm also this and that and I'm that and I'm this and I love fashion and I love, you know, love women, you know what I'm saying? I love, I love, I love life, you know what I mean? And 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 I'm always talking about, you know, interdimensional traveling and uh <laughs> chakras and you know, the government's doing this, the government's doing that, not knocking anybody else who does it. Yeah, just make that clear. Like yeah, they, yeah, for real. They're for real. making they're making their dough doing that shit, you know what I'm saying? But it works for some and it don't work for others, you feel me? So it, it, it kind of, it did it was working for me. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't working for me in here. You know what I'm saying in here. You know I I was I thought I was boxing myself in. I weren't bothered about what anyone else was thinking because I know there was a lot of shit that was being talked when when I fully dropped as the fly hooligan. You know, um, but I'm not even gonna address that. What I'm gonna address is the love that I got when I came through, because not, especially in the UK, my UK core audience, they didn't know who, where the fuck I went. Even the other day, someone was asking, why, like, is Iron Bray still doing music? You know what I'm saying? It's like 10 of them, bro, full on combo. Like, yeah, where is he? What's he doing? Blah, blah, blah. And you know, so it's like, I was never afraid of, like, I've never been afraid of hard work, first and foremost. Never been bothered about what someone else thinks of my choices and things that I do moving forward. I've not been afraid of that. You see what I'm saying? Hence why I'm here now. I'm I improved. Like that's this is I'm the receipt of my statement. You know what I'm saying? What I'm doing right now. You know, so and that fuck it button helped a lot, man. That <laughs> that's it, like. Cool. I don't
1: care. It's that family for, 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 for UK fans. It's that family fortunes uh, buzzer that you get when you get the wrong answer. Brum, brum. Shout out,
0: Les Dennis, bro. <laughs> Les Dennis is a is a legend. Les still, Les
2: Dennis, <laughs> straight up, lad, straight up. I'm gonna Les ask. Dennis. I'm gonna
0: ask the last question, and, and it's um, I, I need to talk about Barra Soap, and I said this off off the mic. You have taken a British television institution, a classic, <laughs> and you brought it into the world of hip hop, and that's what I love about hip hop the most is that we can take all these different influences and make it work from a hip-hop perspective. Talk about Bar Soap making that song and who is your all-time favorite EastEnders character?
2: <laughs> you know what, yeah. The other day, yeah, before I to all of that, I didn't even know they were still doing the EastEnders, you know. I see, wow. Because I, I don't watch TV, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't watch TV, so. Where was it? I was somewhere in it. And they had the TV on. I see EastEnders. I was like, what? What is this? (laughs) I see. What's his name? What's that guy Danny Danny Boyle or Danny Danny Dyer? Dyer. That's it. Danny Dyer. Yeah, man. It's It's
0: dead, man. EastEnders is dead. I said,
2: "How
0: that, blood? Is that? I feel that.
2: (laughs) You know, you know, you know, they they will keep the character. Yeah, Phil is still outside. He's
0: still outside, bro.
2: That's bad, Blood. I was like, I want the pump I want that. <laughs> I used <them> to that. <laughs> I was like, nah, you're for real, Blood. They won't let that nigga go, Blood. I was like, shit. Let him go, fam. And then I asked, wait, but wait, are they still doing Emadale? Yes. They still doing curry. Yes. I was like, fuck it, no, fam. British That's institutions, bro.
0: They, they're not That's
2: going nowhere know, This bro, ain't Woolworths bro. bro It's here forever Yeah bro National treasure fam So anyway before, <laughs> I digress <innit>? <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah like um, Bar of Soap Again who, Who's got a track like that? You know what I'm saying? I've got a credit Papoose Because he's one of them Man there that would Like in his mixtape days innit? Mm. He would look for them Things there bro He would look for things like that You know what I'm saying? and um i said i said in a, in another interview um with hip hip hop is a relationship, you know what I'm saying um and you pick things up in these in in the, in a relationship you see what I'm saying you know I don't see it as biting I see it as it's. it's i don't even know why I said that, but it's inspiration
0: what i saying
2: yeah you, you're inspired. Like, boom, like, bro, like, yeah, I see that still. I see what he's doing there. All right, cool. You leave it alone for a while, and then you hear a beat, and it's like, yeah, it can work to that. Because it's got that, I mean, it gave me that serious soap opera vibe, you know what I mean? And, and it's something, you can hear everything that's being said again, you know, I didn't have to go crazy with the cadence because the lyrics was doing all the work, you know, and the beat added the mood to it. You see what I'm saying? And it again, because everything was incognizant, like it was, it was it was in sync. The music again just ended up getting made within an hour. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It took me so long because I was, I was trying to remember. No, I wasn't trying to remember any old characters. I remembered my favorite characters in there, but I was trying to figure out who were the new characters. So I had to incorporate some new, I thought I thought it would be good to incorporate some new characters um, into the song as well. So obviously I had to do my Google searches and check that, check out their, their acting history and stuff like that. I like to do things like that as well. So you know, I gave myself a little bit of an education there. And um, and then yeah, like I went forth and yeah, within an hour that was written and I recorded it. And yeah, like, it was fun. It was fun still. Like, Who's your favorite character
0: though? Like your all time? The Sanjay
2: Gita, bruv. Winston, man. Come on. All man. right.
0: So for, for for our listeners, we've got a lot of um, international listeners. Why is Winston important in EastEnders?
2: It, for me, he was the first black man I noticed on that show. Um, that's one. For two, I thought, I thought his role was so dope because he wouldn't say nothing. They would never... They would give him a line every four years. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But he was one of the highest paid people on that show. Was he? So that's why he's
0: not going nowhere.
2: He was one of the highest paid, man. He was getting paid, bro. Come on. Why would you all right? Why would you show up to work and not get paid that much? Because you know, I don't know about now, but back then, if you don't get a line or whatever, if you don't say anything, you don't get paid as much, innit? If you're just an extra, mm. it's like being an extra, innit? So I'm sure he started out as an extra, but then eventually like he got brought in completely. I don't know, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I don't really want to speculate too tough. But <laughs> yeah, man. they got paid though. Mm. He was getting paid Then he was getting paid, you know. I know the guy, paid. I know the
0: guy who plays um Ian, Adam Woodyat was on six figures a year, and that was like 10, 15 years ago. And he's been mm-hmm. on it since
2: 85. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning. Yeah, bro. It was Episode a, one. He it started as a teenager on that one, man. I also want to shout yeah. you out
0: because you um you mentioned Tanya Branning, who I have a soft spot for, so respect for that. And also
2: Tanya Branning. Yeah, Tanya yes. Branding was
0: bad. Like, listen, li- listen, I'm yes. married, but he's are you my way. It's fine, that? man. It's fine. It's She's absolutely a bad fine. Bitch. And Tanya, I also, Tanya, I also Tanya, have Tanya to Tanya sh- Go ahead, go ahead.
2: Is it's the acting, it's all part of the entertainment world. This ain't no like Listen, there is no income tax in window shopping, yeah? See it there? Wow. See it there? Oh, I am not now.
1: nah, I, I don't condone in this bruv. Like you can't nah, it's the queen innit, bruv. You can't it's for the queen, guy. bro. Come on, <laughs> man. Bro. Man, tried nothing, man. Man,
2: they try to acquire that and it man, I'm just I'm just being nothing. honest, bro. It? Uh, listen, and this, and we're talking past tense over here. Past you know? tense. We were talking, oh yeah, right. Tanya, brandy, right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, And not, when you man, called, when like... you called Max the barley you, I was rolling. <laughs> yes. I,
0: I fell out my chair, bruv. Because you know what? I'm like, that's how we talk, bro. You bought Eastenders to the hood. It's <laughs> yeah, straight. Barleed you.
2: A barleed you, yeah. A barley you, man. And he was getting big colours well, you. He know? was drawing them so, down. You know, Drawing Mine them down happy about that. When, when I used to watch that team there, I'm Like, why is this ball and you get a like this, blood? Like, yeah, bro. And then and then you you later learn it's it's not about the looks, like you had the, the source. He had the source, yeah. That he had black coat he, had... he was rocking. What? Yes, blood. The coat <laughs> with the up <cholera>. What? Oh! <laughs> and then you give them that look there, like give them the look, and then that was it, blood. They were smuggling, like yeah, they was, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were smitten for man, bro. Yeah. Like they, they were smitten for man, bro. Yeah, all of them, all, all of them. them and then and you, and you had like some heavyweight dudes on that program, you know. Yes, sir. But then Max, Max was Max was the Drake in that, in, in Albert Square. Fam. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bruv. he was taking up girl after girl after girl, bro. Like I gotta and shout you out as handling... well, you know.
0: Again, I gotta shout you out because you mentioned the two for two.
2: Oh, yeah, hell yeah, man. Bruv? Um, um isn't it? I like to exotify the name, isn't it? But it's, yeah, Sam's Chicken, is it? Bro, Sam's chicken. <laughs>
0: Sam's chicken, Northwest London. I'm telling you, I was talking to my wife about this this week. You see that two for two? Uh,
2: that
0: yes, kept some I people am. going. Because, you know,
2: yes, I we're am.
0: in a better position now and we can look after ourselves and sustain a lot better. But there was a mm. window of time where that two for two was was all you ate for the day.
2: It was the ting fam. Come on. It man. was the ting. The two for two? Two chicken the burgers extra and two fries. The chips. Yeah, Please. man. Strip burgers. Yes, are the Strip burgers. And you had to pay two extra strip for the cheese. Burgers. Yes, I had 20 pence a pop. It's man. 25 was, now. 25, they're yeah. taking a Mickey brush.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: no, it made me it made existence. me smile. Um just hearing that yeah. because yeah. I felt thankful. And mm. it made me reflect. And it was like, you mm. know what? I'm so blessed to be able to come up in the era that I came up in and yeah. to hear reference points from like Halston and Northwest London in the music. Because yeah. for a long time, I couldn't hear myself in the music or see myself. Yeah. It was only when I heard like the sagas and I'm like, oh, you can right. do that. And you've done it on another level. So I want to say, I appreciate yeah. you. And I want to give you public props. You know, as someone yeah, who you. comes from where I come from, that I admire yeah. you, respect you. And I love what you do. I'm a fan. I'll support you with my music. And um, I'm just proud of you.
2: As Appreciate a
0: black man, you,
2: man. and a hip hop artist, yes, sir. Thank you, man. Appreciate it for real, for real. Yeah, man. That's 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 love right there. No, man. You, got to, love. you got to. Man. I had to do it. I had to, I had to do it that way because I know you know we've got. Uh, well, I, I don't know about everyone else, but I do know like I've got, I've got my foot on 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 the international stage, you know. Maybe not a no like enormous level, <clears throat> but it will be. You know, what I'm saying because, I, t- I slowed down for a minute. Um, but I know that, I know there are lots of people from all over the world watching and listening to what I say. So I always like, especially with this album, I wanted to bring them to the ends in it. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to bring them to the ends and and show them like, yo, you know what, man ain't on no, no beg for anything over here. I'm not trying to sound like anyone. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to necessarily appeal to anyone, um, I'm on my own thing. I've always been on my own thing, you know what I mean. And I've always been happy to share my stage with anyone else that I feel is <clears throat> what I deem dope enough to um, share share my stage with. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've never been never been afraid of that either. That's another thing. I've been so. I've always been confident in my, in myself and in my abilities over the years that I could I could you know downgrade my levels so somebody else would shine, you know what I'm saying? That's how confident I've always been, you know what I mean? I will, I will, I will, I will, I will there's been times I've been on tracks and on God, like, on God, I have made myself whack, yeah? Just so a next man could sound dope. I've done that, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and that's, and that's just the person I am, you know what I mean? Um it's it's and and I've still managed to get love, so it's proof. Like you don't you don't have to be afraid to to let a next man get the props before you. It's 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 not a thing, man. It's not it's not big at all, fam. Get me? Because when you're ready, when you're ready to pop, you're gonna pop. You know what I mean? And 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 as long as you're consistent, it's that's something me and Summit always talk about. Consistency, you know. As long as you're consistent with it, you're good. It don't matter who's got more bars than you, who's got more albums, who's got what. There's enough humans on earth. You just got to go find them. You got to invest money to find those people a lot of the times as well. And once you find them, they'll support you throughout, man. They'll support you for real, for real, as long as you're consistent.
0: Good advice. Mr. Summit, have you got anything you want to say? Nah, fuck this guy. Um, See it, Black that Kenzo out in May. <laughs>
2: Fuck okay, you too, Yeah, brother. thank you. Black Kenzo out in
1: May. Looking forward to that. We appreciate your time. Word. Um just just keep mm-hmm. going, bro. Um, we we love and respect you. Congrats on the project. February twenty eighth. Sure. Ben Kingsley, not Gandhi, Ben Kingsley, uh, out everywhere. Ben
2: Kingsley, aka the man who played Gandhi. AK the man who played Gandhi. That's a book
1: title right there. It's a Netflix documentary. It's like one of them like um true crime drama things, isn't it? Like, you know, the man who played Gandhi. Uh, but no we appreciate you we love you man all all the love in the world respect and uh, we'll speak to you soon bro
2: appreciate you too man thanks for having me guys
1: peace to Huli once again Ben Kingsley is out February 28th also shout out to Souls of Mischief unofficial official for the Woo Baby 3 cassette single which features Killer Army's own Don Pacino which also appears on the project um, and make sure you check out Huli's upcoming work previous discography He's a legend of the game. There's definitely more to come, and like I said, it's all about threading the needle of culture and moving that needle of culture. And Huli definitely does that. But Chris will be back with me next week. But you can follow us on Breaking Atoms at Break The Atoms, Twitter, Instagram. Chris's handle is at I'm Kinetic. Mine is at Hip Hop Chronicle. We will be back next week with another legend. But until then, peace.